When you told me the truth, even if it really hurt, cause you knew what I was worth. When you let me borrow money that you didn't really have, cause you knew what I was worth. When I was at my worst, you would tell me I would blow when I thought that I would burst. Mm -hmm. Told me how to help others and through that discovered how to put myself first. And here we are again just confronting fears. Whether pain or gain is a bunch of tears. Blood, sweats, and tears probably disappear when smoke starts to clear. It resistance near. Pay attention to the folks who are fanning the flames. They're the ones who matter most in the gravity game. When stakes weigh you down and they stay around to pick up pieces and you off the ground. That's love. That's love. That's love. Hey. That's love. Hard talks. That's love. That's love. That's love. Hey. Hey. Oh. What is love, though? Is it a hug? Is it a kiss? Is it something that we feel? Is it something that we believe in? Is it a noun? Is it a verb? I mean. Considering it's the end of February, the month of love, Valentine's and all of that, I figure a nice odd little conversation we could have about is is, is love, is really well, what is love? Hmm. Well, you know, it's funny. When I think about love, I think about you. You're like a never-ending love piece. Just how God described it in the scriptures. Patient. Loving, kind. You're not rude, self-seeking, easily angered. You keep no records of wrong. You don't delight in evil, but rejoice in the truth. You always hope, always pray, always protect, always persevere. A prayer answered in flesh and bones. A part of me removed from my inner costa. You see, I asked God's son to show me what real love looks like, so he proceeded to spit in clay. He gently rubbed it together and placed it over my eyes and told me to go wash in the pool of Siloam. And to my surprise, I was able to see real love, all five feet and three inches of it. What reasons to love you that weigh a pound each in my heart. So when you, I found 118 of them. Starstruck when your face mirrors mine because your freckles, your freckles so vividly resemble the constellations that I laid under as I prayed, hoped, and wished to God and 3,642 shooting stars that one day I could have a love like Adam and Eve had. Pure, natural, naked, roaming free in a garden because when I'm with you it is always spring. The flowers always bloom. The colors are always true. You make me see it all in HD so I guess your true love's insignia. And with you I don't need any fillers. You're all the high that I need. So I come to the Holy Trinity with the hopes that I too can start my own holy trinity where it is God, her, and I, and beneath it is our newborn family. And upon the entrance to your blessings, I will say it loud that I, Teddy B, take you, Chiny B, to be my wife, to have, to hold, in sickness and in health, for richer or for poorer, until death do us part. I do. That's what I think about when I think about love. <laughs> I, I, got, I got tingly. Now that's love. That's love, that's baby. Love for real, for real, for real. Odd Talks, episode four. I love you, Teddy. Hey, I love you too, boy. Episode four. Hey, don't get it twisted. That's what love is. Okay. 
Ah talks, ah talks. Mm. What up, what up, what up, what up, odd family? It's your boy Ramis, your friendly neighborhood culture cultivator, and I'm here with Oh, what happened to cultivating minds divine? Damn, bro, I started learning it and now you changed it on me. Hey, what up? It's your boy Teddy. You already know, and uh, this is Odd Talks episode four. Don't get it twisted. Episode four, episode four. <laughs> That's love, baby. That's love. That's love. It's all love when we come together. But um, Teddy, man, it really, really seems so appropriate that we talk about love, considering that this episode will be dropping March 1st. Right after the month of love, we need a month to to celebrate love these days. We need a day like Valentine's <laughs> we Day. We need something, man. You know? Um, For real. So we figured episode four, don't get it twisted. That's what love is. We talk a little bit about what love truly is. There's a lot of things behind that, that word, love. That's true. Love. What is love? I mean, Merriam and Webster define love as a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. An attraction based on sexual desire, affection, and tenderness felt by lovers. An assurance of affection, warm attachment, enthusiasm, or devotion. They describe love as a sexual embrace. They describe love as to hold dear and cherish someone. To feel a lover's passion or devotion. To act like you're in love. That's what Webster's Dictionary defines love as. No offense to Miriam or Webster, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was a lot of definitions, but I don't know if, any, if I really agree with any of them in a way. I mean, yeah, but I guess today, after what we talk about, we're, I think a lot of us who are listening like are going to be like, so yeah. watered down. I feel like it's just so watered down, the word love. Like, I love McDonald's. I'm yes. loving it, you know, like yep. I love this, like everything is I love, I love, I love, I love. You're going to love the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> Men's warehouse. <laughs> no, but just to show you like, it's like how, a gimmick. how far it goes. It's like a gimmick. And there's so many, so many, so many different things we're going to talk about today about love that that we we take for granted, whether it's the good things or the bad things. And I, I feel like a lot of the confusion about love comes from the fact that in the English language, like I said, we overuse the word love. Um, Facts. Maybe because it's the only word we have to describe the objects of our affection. You know, in Spanish, you say, te quiero, te amo, te adoro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or te aprecio. Yeah, in Spanish, you can actually tell where you are in a relationship. Like, oh no, ya no decimos te quiero, nada. ahora decimos te amo. Yeah. Like, we're, you're really, you know, we're not, it's, it's almost like in our relationships in, in Latino cultures, it's like, before we hang up, we're like, I like you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like you. And then we hang up. But that's really, in English, I don't know if we have it that way. No, we don't. We don't. There's no, there's no, it's almost like there's no levels. It's like either, and, and, and it happens in relationships, it's like, oh, who said I love you first? Right? Yeah, like, like what's the big deal? It was me, though, by the way. <laughs> I wonder if it was me or Michelle. I'm not sure. You I'm should do it. Sure. I don't know if you guys have TikTok or not, but they're doing it on Instagram. Just do a little filter. Ask the questions, and then we'll and then we'll know. I'm telling you, man, it's yeah, really cool. I'll it's fun. It you start off with that little joke, and then from there it turns into a conversation. So yeah, I, I mean, so for me, I definitely, I definitely know I made the choice first. I yeah. definitely know I made the choice, uh, but she's she's proven it time and time again. 
she's definitely proven her love time and time again and and that's something that that is all encompassed i don't think it matters who said it first i don't think it matters exactly. you know what i mean because saying it doesn't always mean you mean it either you know facts and then and then we think about it in our culture we're we're trained to be shy about love right and as men sometimes we're even discouraged from saying i love you you know what i mean um we're discouraged from using True. that phrase you know it's something now it's becoming a little bit more normal right and and we're using the word with a little bit more reverence but i think it all depends i think it comes from a, a misunderstanding of the different types or levels that, that there is about love I'm, I'm glad you said that because um i even did a poll on instagram and i asked like you know some of our followers what do they think love is and everyone's answer was completely different yeah you know but if you look at it there is different ways that we experience love true in our lives and a lot of us get to experience all those type of love some of us may never experience them and that's okay but i'll be expanding on them a little bit soon too so yeah. you can understand what kind of loves there are because maybe you have gone through them but you didn't even know yeah and, and we don't we don't have the language to to express them so why don't we talk about some of these different types right. of loves there's normally four key ones but um i was able to find eight that kind of tie in together and these are like the eight type of relationships or loves that you will have in your life. Okay. So um, it, it, they all kind of feed off of each so other. So maybe the different types of love that we experience. Yeah, this is exact. That's what it is. This is the different type of loves that we experience in our lives. Okay. Eros is the first one. Think of Eros, think of erotica, something erotic, okay. right? A lot of passion, a lot of romance, a lot of sexual desire, right? Okay. It's irrational, it's obsessive, it's hard to control, basically dating in your early teens <laughs> you know <laughs> in a sense to a lot of people like that's kind of how it is you know yeah it's like we were trying to like make out all the time in middle school like you know it's like we always wanted to do something crazy yeah, yeah, like yeah. very that's heavy on the on the physical attraction exactly. side very heavy on the on the very on the lustful side of things i think that's the best definition lust yeah okay. i think it's like lust like on 10 okay <laughs> basically so that's an and that's a type of love and that's, that's a type, type of love, love. that okay. we experience so it, it's usually like one of the earliest like independent loves that we start feeling okay. i feel like okay. once once we start thinking oh my god is this love like we're probably in the arrow stage like when we're little that's usually and also arrows kind of also falls in like the beginning stages of a relationship you yeah. know even as adults we just know how to control it better but yeah, yeah, yeah. there is a part of our relationship that in the, it kind of just starts off with arrows and then from there we build up philia is the next one so that's a deep friendship a camaraderie loyalty like unselfishness sharing sacrificing so like a bff like philadelphia <laughs> philia yeah philly philadelphia well, yeah. city of brotherly love brotherly love yeah phil is love yeah yeah, yeah. that's why i i always like philosophy class because it's the love of you know of being of, smart so sophie yeah. is sophistication yeah. smart so philosophy is the love of so art. for 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 the listeners these are the greek names for the types of love which is is why we talk about this idea of like we only use love but in greek they were using these different words to describe it like yeah they were using eros they were using philia you know to and the conjugations obviously to to speak about love that way which is freeing when you're able to speak about love in different ways it's very freeing because in, in nowadays, we're afraid to say I love you to our brothers. because we, Yeah, because they don't know how to take... Oh, oh that's, that's, 
not cool. Like, don't don't talk to me like that, man. Are yeah, you, yeah, what, yeah. What do you mean you love me? They say I'm a man. I don't talk like. Oh, hey, I'm sorry, bro. You yeah. know, no disrespect to you. You know, like I think I think I had a conversation with with Chinese about that. Because, like, usually when I hang up with you and when I hang up with my brother, yeah. when I'm on the phone, I'm like, hey, I love you, bro. Yeah, you know, exactly. and I hang up. And then she's like, man, that's so crazy. Like, you always make sure that you say it. I'm like, yeah. She's yeah. like, what if they don't get to say it back? I'm like, I don't care. Like, I just want them to know. Exactly. I love them. And, you know, and I do it when I talk to her brother, too. You know, mm -hmm. like, he's. I mean, ultimately, it's your life is so much richer, richer when you express love. Right. And, and you start to experience healthier love the more you express it in healthy ways. Because there's a lot of trauma attached to love as well. Mm -hmm. There's a lot, a lot of trauma and misconception attached to love. And the misconception. Misconceptions yep. about love make it hard to talk about it. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, philia. So, philia, that's the like a deep friendship. Brotherly Then love. you have ludus, right? Ludus is like a playful, flirting, teasing, kind of socializing, superficial love. Um, I would joke around and say kind of like that your work husband, your work wife. Uh -huh. So people who work at call centers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so you usually have like a coworker that you may flirt with all the time, but you know you're never going to do anything. I'm not saying that this is okay. I'm not normalizing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But noticing like I, I think that would be the best part. example. Yeah, That's yeah. like a ludus type of love. So you may yeah. really like this person and you may feel like feelings of love with that person, yeah. but it's really just based on this. But ludus can also turn into like an arrows kind of thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe you meet somebody. Balance, yeah. yeah, so it's kind of like a delicate Yeah, so balance. it's like a dance of balancing all of these yes. things. Because I, I also think so far, I mean, with the three that we've mentioned, to have a full picture of love, we got we to gotta understand them all as well. Because that's a deep appreciation, maybe, you know, like us social butterflies, you know, when we say we love people, is it? Is I, yes, I'm, I'm like that. I mean that. Yeah. Like, I really love people. I guess you can say I'm an empath or something like that, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I really do feel like for people. But yeah, like, I do love people. And I, because I understand, like, I'm loving you in this way, though. And I'm exactly. not. And then I'm going to get to the to the biggest ones, right? But I kind of want to skip these two middle ones because I want to cover those at the end. Okay. But, um. This next love is very important. We actually just finished covering, but it's the way it's pronounced, and I hope I'm saying it right, is philousia. Philousia. Philousia, which is healthy self-love. But not narcissism, but so healthy there's a there's a there's a, a dirty joke in there somewhere. Um, but it reminds me of mirabation too. Yep. So that's why I was like, it's funny that you say that. Because, because self-love is called fellatio fellatia oh <laughs> nice fellatia <laughs> is is the equivalent of mirabating healthy self-love yeah, healthy healthy self but it's not it's not just um not just positive self-talk but it's also setting healthy boundaries having self-control um and having like real control and understanding of everything you're intaking in your life too so it's like um you know what you're eating what you're listening to what you're reading like that's part of your self-love so creating that routine so a lot of times um it's, it's even funny i was listening on youtube on the way here um just trying to get more information and listening to the type of loves and the question that they asked was um when you think about love who is the first person that comes to your mind Mom. Okay, to me, Mom, I was like, bro. my wife and kids. It's the first, right? Mom. What about you? Where do you fall on that list? Why is it so weird for you to love yourself, yeah. right? Because if you don't know how to love yourself, if you don't know how to express it, 
then nobody will ever express it to you. So I started thinking, I'm like, man, you know what? When people get to know me, they tend to like me. But sometimes from an outside view, it's hard sometimes. Obviously, I'm very I think approachable. I, I, I think I thought about mom um, because it's the first way I learned about unconditional love. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, And she was probably your store gay love, which you know is another, I mean? another love that's like, in here. Like... If I if and and that was off the rip, which I, I like, I kind of like that answer, because your mom, for the most part, or at least maybe this means I had a healthy relationship with my mom. Correct. You know, like my mom really showed me what it means to love someone. You know, when it comes to sacrifice, when it comes to, you know, giving me my space, when it comes to just really, really being a pillar of someone. Like regardless of the choices and decisions that I made, regardless of the mistakes that I made, my mom always loved me. Yeah, you know, and then probably because growing up when we're small, um, storge love is usually the love that we see as like the biggest because storge love is related to affection, to a familial love, like the love for babies, children's and pets. So normally a storge, it's usually like a mother figure for us. So it's like if you had a mom, obviously you had a good relationship with your mom, then that's who it is. But sometimes you have uh, another family member or a teacher or something that you see that. That type of story. So that's another love. That's store gay. Okay. Um, so that's, it's funny that you mentioned that because, yeah, that's, that was for you, like, one of the, and yeah. that, that also falls within another love, which I'll cover next. The other love I want to talk about is mania. Mania is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. But it's really a combination of arrows and ludas together. So that, this is like a troubled love, a jealous love. That's a that indecent proposal love. That's yeah. that. Uh, this is what we say now, toxic. Toxic love. You know, okay. la toxica, el toxico. <laughs> el maniático, la yeah, maniática. Exactly. Because this type of love is like, it's very obsessive, but it's also very dependent. So it's like, you can't be with the person because you're always fighting. But you depend on them so much that you can't be without them either. Yeah. So you find yourself in this crazy like cycle. Now, obviously, because mania is a combination of eros and ludus, and eros and ludus are very, um, very superficial and irrational, mm -hmm. you can break out of it. So again, I would say, and I know I'm, I am speaking for myself, but I'm pretty sure that there's a few people who are listening right now that can relate. We've gone through a mania type of love. Like, I remember yeah. being in a relationship where we would yeah. say and do crazy stuff, you yeah. know? And, and I, think, I think these types of love show up throughout our expression and experience of love. You know what I mean? I, I feel like as, as we're talking about these different types of love, I feel like they've all kind of been a part of any true love that we've ever had. Exactly. A lot of us, we didn't know. Yeah. So that's why sometimes somebody say, hey, I love you. And then you're like, what? You want to have sex with me? Because yeah, 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 maybe yeah, we're yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. of love like that. But then we realize, nah, man, like, I love you the way a brother would. Or I yeah, love yeah, you, yeah. you know? And you're like, oh, dang, I didn't, I didn't think about that. But, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and then to close out the loves, pragma. Pragma is longstanding love. Understanding, compromising, patience, tolerance. And it's usually what they say, like, the love between a happily married couple or okay. a, a very committed couple. Um, there was, uh, I was, when I was reading some of the information, I found in an article that it was saying that in a pragmat, in a pragma love, you don't necessarily say you fall in love or you fell in love with your partner. You would actually say that you're standing in love with your partner. I so love it's that. like, 
Yeah, I loved it too. That's why I was like, I have to share this one with Ramis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but love that. It's it's literally like it's like a even exchange. You know, it's like literally like a perfect partnership. Yeah. Like, you know, you can say and, Shaq and Kobe in a sense. And you know? it's like because I always say this, you know, it, 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 what is love for me? If when I when they ask me what is love, I say it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't. I don't. I don't think of it as an emotion. I don't think of it as 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 passionate. I, even though it is, you know, it, it does cause emotions. It 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 does involve passion. It does involve all of these things. But I think I relate a lot to agape and pragmatic mm-hmm. because for me. Love is is a choice. Love is something you you do. Yeah. You actively participate in. Like I choose to love my friends even yeah. when they're going in a direction that's not aligned with me. Or I choose to love my children even when they're driving me up the wall, you know? Or I choose to love my wife even when she's doing something that I don't like too much. Yeah. Or even when she when she might get on my nerves, right? Or or my siblings you know, when they poke and poke and poke and poke, like, just because I'm annoyed at you doesn't mean I don't love you anymore. Yep. Right? And I think our culture nowadays is so obsessed with that, oh, falling in love. Yeah. Falling in love. If no. you fall in in love, you can fall out of love. Correct. Every time I think of falling, I think of a trap. Like, you fall into a trap. Oh, snap. So I don't be like, nah, I didn't fall in love. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. And then, and then what well, you just mentioned, agape, which is the ultimate love. Like, that's selfless love. That's love for everyone. That's holding everyone in high regard, charity, kindness, compassion, empathy. So a lot of people will say, oh, you know what? That's like Jesus Christ or like God, you know, okay. that type of love. Or, you know, whoever you believe in. Or sometimes a lot of us will see our parents as yeah, that yeah, type yeah. of love because... They sacrifice for us. I feel like right now when you said that, the whole agape and and as I think about all of the loves, like the way you view love has a lot to do with the way you have experienced love. Where did you learn first learn about love? There's so many people out there in the world that that love to them has always been a physical thing. And the only way love was expressed to them or they said that they were expressing love. You know, you think of people that have unfortunately been molested or people that have unfortunately been through through toxic and traumatic love experiences that, that oh, I, I beat you because I love you and I don't want you to do this negative thing. You know what I'm saying? And so to that person now, physical violence becomes an expression of love mm-hmm. when in or, reality... Or- I love I love hard. That's why I'm like this. That's why we that's why I fight a lot cuz I love hard. I understand that you may be feeling very passionate, but putting your hands on somebody um it, I don't think it's ever okay uh or a form to express love to anyone. There's a fine line between discipline and love. That's always something that I like I I did little parenting workshops, you know, when I, as soon as, you know, Brianna was born. And also when DJ was born, to refresh myself, and even, you know, in my church, you know, my pastor's wife, she's always very good in giving advice. And one of the main things they say is, like, if you're going to correct your child, you cannot do it while you're angry. Yeah. You've yeah. got to give it time. Come back because it, that's so that way you can express it because you yeah. might be angry and you may say something. And I remember when I was young, how many times would I hear something like, you know, like, I'll, I'll make a mess. And, like, one of my parents would be like, oh, man, I just want to get on a plane and leave right now. I don't yeah. even want to be here. Yeah. I'm like, dang, am I, am I that despicable? Yeah, yeah. Am I, that, like, am I that nasty to be yeah. around? And now you get this uncertainty about you. It's like, man, if this is the person that loves me the most in my life, and they're just going to get up and leave. You know, or do you, do you want me to leave this house right now? Do you, because the way you're at, 
And you know, it's crazy. Sometimes I have to fight myself to not say that sometimes to my kids. Just out of anger. We don't really mean it, but it's in the heat of the moment. So we see that and then, yeah, we we relate that to love. I mean, for me, luckily, I was able to see some type of healthy environment. Mm. So I was able to at least, and, and I still learned like, oh, yeah, that's not love. We don't do that. Like, I think one of the biggest talking points that I, that guy discovered not too long ago, once my daughter was born, that's around the time when they were really talking about how hip hop culture was, mm-hmm. what they called like the rape culture of okay. hip hop. Okay. And I'm like, wow, really? How twisted was my way of thinking when I was growing up because that's what music, that's what culture used to say. That's what my friends around me were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I wanted to do. Like, I used to get made fun of because, like, if we'll go to, like, a party or something like that, like, when my boys, their main intention was to kind of, like, you know, like, they wanted to pull girls, they wanted to do something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was, like, legit, like, oh, so tell me about your life. What was it that made? Like, and even as when I was growing up, back, back when we used to go to, like, strip clubs and stuff, like, sometimes they'll come around, you know, and the guys are doing a thing. And then I'll sit down. Hey, what's your name? Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, how did you get here? How did you start? And then they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, man. Like, what made you? What made you? <laughs> like, I just talk to people. Like, I like the connections, right? Yeah, so yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. man, we can't take you nowhere, bro. You're always like Mr. Lovey Dovey. Like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like Drake before Drake was out type stuff, you know? Like, <laughs> funny. funny. But but it's because growing up, I always felt like if I did something bad, I was going to get left behind. Like, my parents were going to leave or something. So then when I start meeting people, I try to, like, please them because I felt like that was love. Like, pleasing everybody else. So, yeah, allowing the manipulation to happen to me, too. So, yeah, yeah some people manipulate people because they want to, because that's how they thought it was they love. They use love as a manipulative tool. Like But with me, I was, because of love, I was allowing manipulation in my life. So, okay. in my relationship. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I, would yeah, get, yeah. I would get sometimes with girls that were, like, you know, in high school, like, girls that were very pretty, but the relationship just... You know, wasn't that good, and you know, and, and it's like like love doesn't manipulate. Love no. doesn't manipulate. Love doesn't say, "Oh, if you love me, you'll do this for me." Those are all signs of of toxic uh, definitions of love of people who have mis misunderstandings about what love is. You know, and yeah. and, and love is very easy to be used as a tool for for manipulation, like we were saying, like to get other people to do things. Oh, I'll love you when you look like this. Oh, if you really love me, you'll take this risk for me. Oh, you don't love me because you're not riding with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, love, but love doesn't mean but you're you riding. Agree. You're riding to go like <laughs> rob a bank. You know what I'm saying? I love you too no much bank. to go rob the bank with you. Like, I love yeah. you enough to tell you that that's a dumb idea. Yeah, like like the opening song, like what Odyssey was saying. That's yeah. by the way, that song is called "That's Love" by Odyssey. Um, but he was saying that, like, telling me the truth, even if it's you know. Even if it's gonna hurt me, but at least you're telling me the truth, like, yeah. you know, you, and that's but that's that's kind of when you get to a deeper level. So yeah, um, and and like, in order for us to continue to talk about these loves and and continue the conversation forward, your your poem that you started with uh, was talking a lot of the points that I'm gonna read right now. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you gotta really understand where where we learned what love is. You know where where both you and I, Teddy. Really yeah. discovered what what is what is love, you know. Scripture says in in First Corinthians thirteen, uh, four and on. It says, "Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects." always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. We try to build our lives 
around so many different things and we look at we look at valentine's day and 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 all the gifts and all the this and all of the extravagance that goes along with that holiday <clears throat> all all just so that we can we can acknowledge a loved one right and all of these things yeah um not knocking the holiday itself no but but really realizing that all of that is extra if you don't really have love if you're not patient if you're not kind, if you're not selfless, you know, if you're not these things, then then do you really have love? Then yeah. are you really actively participating in a loving environment, creating a loving environment around you? Yeah. Like, do you really love? Like, my love for for people checks all the boxes the way my love for my wife should check all the boxes. Correct. I feel like the way we express love should should be across the board. It has to be like a standard of love, not not a a, a hope of love. It's like no no no. This is the standard of how I love that I set. So so when I say I'm loving on people, I'm behaving this type of way. Yeah, like that. That's even sometimes like um, like conversations that I still have like with my wife because I'm the kind of person like. If I see that you got a dope outfit on, I'm going to be like, yo, yo, that drip? Hey, you bro, I see it. you. Yeah, you know? you're doing it. You're but doing at the it. same time, and I mean, obviously, I do this a little bit less, too. But at the same time, I may see, like, maybe one of my friends, you know, may, may change their style or something. And I may comment or I may tell them, yo, you look dope. And she'll be like, oh, thank you. Thank you, boo. Okay. I would, the same way I would, obviously, I would hype my wife up a lot more, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time. For my wife, love is a little bit different. We're gonna get into Which that a little bit later. Get into that later. But yeah. I, I, what I say that is to yeah piggyback what you say. Like, I have no problem complimenting anybody, a male, a female, yeah, yeah. a transgender. Exactly. If you, exactly. if if I think you're doing something exactly. cool, if I think you're doing something dope, and I love what you're doing, I'm gonna say, yo, I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or I may even reach out to somebody and be like, hey, I don't know how you're doing today, you know? Or, hey, like, dang, okay, oh, you oh, you switched your, uh, like, at my job, oh, you switched your hair color today? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, nah. and they're like, oh, you realize that? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Keep doing that, you know? Yeah. Just hyping up, even with the guys. And, Yo, you and, tried a new haircut, bro? Okay. And Switch love barbers? sometimes looks like, Yo, bro, that's not it. Yeah, that Or, ain't. Yo, bro, that's not it, bro. You, that, I, I know you were trying something new, but... I can't rock with I can't, that. Yeah, and I and I can't let you go out like that neither. Like, yeah, yeah. I know I know what you want to be and what you're trying to do, and and you ain't looking like like that's that's what it is, you know. So like mm-hmm. sometimes like it's all about the care and the attention that you're giving to a person. Like that's that's what love is. But but what's the opposite of love? Mm. So normally when I talk when I teach my kids. I tell them, not that it's the opposite of love, but what a lot of people confuse love with, I say it's infatuation. But knowing you, I have a feeling you're going to say something different. <laughs> you, you know me too well, Teddy. I know, you know man. Know That's the well. philia love, man. <laughs> that that philia. That's that real love. Yeah. Well, so a lot of times people, when they think of the opposite of love, um, I, ne- I never heard anybody say infatuation, which I think is an interesting uh, concept. Of, of being the opposite of love What I usually hear is hate but uh, it, but Yeah but I feel like Hate and love are exactly the same thing That's exactly what I'm saying It's not hate Hate and love are the same They're on the same side of the passion spectrum You have to be extremely passionate about something to hate it Hate is, is in direct relation to love 
whether you hate something that threatens the thing you love or you hate something that you previously loved. It's it's still tied to that love, right? Correct. Hate and it's love still are an obsession. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. And and they're both characterized and ultimately defined by actions, right? Hate moves you to act. Love moves you to act because of intense passion, intense emotion. They True. they both they both take control of you. Yeah. You know, and like like I said, if it's that you lost something you love and it turns into hate, or that. You love something so passionately that you hate the opposite side of it. It's still driven and moved by the same passion, the same emotion. Yeah. But on the opposite side of love and hate is indifference. Uh-huh. Indifference is the complete absence of passion or emotion. Yeah. And, and unlike love and hate, it's characterized by an action. It's you know, characterized by not doing something. When a person is indifferent, they're unaffected, unmoved. Sometimes that in the love scale, which is one that I didn't mention, but they actually call, call that companion love. Okay. So it's like you didn't really work it out, um, and, and somewhere the love didn't really go anywhere, so you kind of just keep each other around because you love the companionship, but you don't necessarily have a commitment to them. You lost okay. that commitment. You might have lost the passion that you have for that person. But you still appreciate the companionship, mm -hmm. so you kind of just keep them around because it feels. I don't good know what we were thinking getting into this conversation. To be honest <laughs> with you, this this now nah, we're good. I mean, I know we're avoiding the rabbit hole. I think the best way we can. Yeah, because this it really is complex and and intricate. You know, there's there's no white and black. I mean, it's. It's a we lot even of gray. we even we show and experience love in different ways. Absolutely. Do you want to get into the languages or no? Might as well. Since we're already talking about it. Might as well. We do show and experience love in different ways. So I'm going to tell you what are the five different love languages. I'm sure a lot of you have already heard of this. There is a book out there. Before I start, I do want to share a story. Okay. Because I never really knew this. So when, uh, when my wife and I got together, when we were first dating, I think it was within the first year or maybe the second year. But I remember that we were talking, and I'm a kind of person that, um, I'll tell you the five love languages. Words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. Okay. I'm a words of affirmation and physical touch kind of guy. So I would, you know, hey, dang, girl, you're looking good today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, touch her, hug her, you know what I'm saying? Slap, slap them in the booty when they walk by, something like that, right? <laughs> And then one day she had the nerve to say, I feel like you don't love me. I'm like, girl, what you talking about? I just, I just <laughs> smacked your butt. I told you I love you. I told you you look good. But then we started kind of talking and the, the conversation, we're, we're getting into it. And then I was like, you know what? I think that your definition of love and my definition of love are completely different. I think for you, maybe buying gifts or going out on dates, is how you want to get love. But for me, it's just words and, and touching, hugging. And then after that, I seen like an interview. I think it was Rich Wilkerson Jr. that was talking about it, that he read the book and he broke it down. And then I was, my mind was blown because it was like, wow, yeah. Oh, wow. So this is a real thing. Like I was thinking about it and then yeah. I started digging more into it. So me and her took the quiz. We took the quiz to find out what we were. So I for sure, yes, I'm words of affirmation and physical touch. And for her is receiving gifts and quality time. What, so, what are what, can you define them briefly so yeah, that we yeah. could know? What? Okay, so words of affirmation, um, 
how would you communicate words of affirmation? Encouraging somebody, affirming them, appreciating them, empathizing with them, listening to them actively. I'm definitely a words of affirmation person. I love to, I love to affirm people and I love to be affirmed. Like people mistake it. It's not that it's not a, a, a insecurity thing. It's a, you might know that you're great at something. You might know that you did it right. But until someone else tells you, you don't really appreciate it about yeah. yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So with people whose words of affirmation, if that's their main, because usually you have like two, but you're, when that's your, like your main, what actions can you take with that person? Send them an unexpected note, um, send them a text message or a card, um, encourage, them, encourage them genuinely and often. Yeah. So obviously... Our wives, going back to it, our wives love us so much. They know that that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. They gave us little notes. They brought us like, you know, an unexpected yeah, gift. Yeah. But that kind of went to it. But things to avoid with somebody who is big on words of affirmation. Non-constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Not recognizing or appreciating their effort. <laughs> so it's weird. I wanna, I'm going to do it. I just want you to say thank you at the end. That's it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Basically. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other one is physical touch. So how do you communicate that nonverbal? You can use body language and touch to emphasize love. Um, you also have um, with that one actions that you can take. Very simple. You can hug them, kiss them, hold hands with them, show physical affection regularly, uh, make intimacy a thoughtful priority. Intimacy doesn't mean just sex. You get me? But just having a moment where you can be in private with each other, a moment where you can kind of be unfiltered. Okay. Um, that's one of my biggest things. I think that's one of the, the things that I love doing the most with my wife is um, going outside. We have a balcony. So going outside to a balcony, sometimes we pour, you know, a, a glass of wine and we'll just talk about different things or ask each mm-hmm. other questions because it kind of also ties in with her love language i'm spending time with her okay but we're also talking so sometimes we're talking about questions or you know like hey what were you thinking that day when this was happening so those kind of things so um we get to spend time with each other but then we're making intimacy a thoughtful priority and that's Again, quality time this is physical touch still that's but, physical touch. yeah but okay. obviously this one is referring to intimacy in a physical way okay. but i'm saying this to some people Intimacy is not just sex. Sometimes intimacy is a deep conversation, but imagine having a deep conversation with your boo, but you're holding each other's arms. Yeah. You get me? That's intimacy. That's physical intimacy. Because yeah, physical touch for me, which because that's one of my minor ones as well. Physical touch for me is when, like if we're in a room full of people, I don't need you to be by my side the whole time. No. But I do like it if you if you walk by me from time to time and you just like grab my hand yep my arm you know just give me like a quick squeeze on my i ain't gonna arm. lie with me i tell her to tap my butt you know <laughs> you like to be pat on the butt like good job mm-hmm. good work she do it and then i look at her like i'll look at her and yeah. stop doing that and, then I and it's interesting her. because most people they would they would hear physical touch and they think sex they think kinky sex or they think you know what i'm saying they think <clears throat> that way which that's part of it as well for some people Sex is absolutely their primary way that they receive love, but physical touch is not only about that erotic type of physical exactly. touch. Exactly. Sometimes it's about that acknowledgement touch. Like it's like that it's pat on a the hug, back, yeah. a hug. Yeah. You know, like one of the things that uh, Michelle and I do all the time. Like I never leave the house without giving her a kiss and a hug, but like a real one, like a real hug and a real kiss, not a quick peck. 
You know, yeah. goodbye, honey. No, it's like a hug. Like, look, we're here. I'm leaving. I love you. And and that mm-hmm. moment, that moment of physical embrace for me is is a demonstration of, of my my commitment, my home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I think physical touch, that's what I really envision is like you're walking by me and you don't forget I'm there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's some there's so many times I'll text my wife and I'm like, man, I wish I was like hugging you right now. Like for yeah, real, like yeah. just even that. But with the same thing with a person who physical touch is their main love language. Things that you should avoid is physical neglect, long stints without intimacy, okay. um, receiving affection coldly. I think that's one of the ones that kills oh, me the most. Oh, yeah. If it's I'm like, giving you a hug and you're giving me a, uh, like a, you, what are the handshakes? The fish, the, limp the fish. fish. You yeah, give the me the fish, fish, the yeah. limp fish. The dead fish or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, you give yeah. me a dead fish hug, like, mm. that That hurts. Mm. That, that hurts. hurts. That hurts more than saying, don't yeah, hug me, yeah. you know? Or so. a fake pucker kiss, like a. Them like like a like yeah. a, like oh I have to give you a kiss so I'm giving you a kiss like <laughs> no don't kiss me just just tell me you're mad oh man our wives are gonna have a blast listening yeah, to this for real all right the next one is receiving gifts so for a person who's receiving gifts is their main love language how do you communicate that to them thoughtfulness make your spouse your your partner even your friend because this can yeah. be this applies to any relationship um, make them the priority um, and speak purposefully so. I realized with my wife, receiving gifts is one of her, you know, her mm. top love languages. And that doesn't necessarily mean buying like Birkin bags and mm. all this stuff. But it literally is like I stopped at the gas station and I bought some yeah. Ferrero Rocheres for you. Yeah, I think that's, even if it's just three. Hey, yeah. I was out somewhere and I thought of you. So yeah. I brought you this. I think that's that's a big one um, for Michelle as well. It's like. Oh, you thought of me, and so you yeah. brought me this. It's yep. not the idea of oh, you have to buy me something expensive or Correct. anything like that. But it's like oh, I'm on your mind. Okay, all right, that's awesome, you know. Or or that I think gift giving also goes into um, pre planning, which I'm horrible at, and I, and I, and I I'm, need to I get better that. at. No, I'm, I need to get way better at that. It's you, like bro. it's like pre planning and and getting ahead of the ball and creating this like. This moment, I think that's a gift that we give our loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. That is one of those gift-giving examples. It's like, okay, you took the time to think about this. And and I do it casually sometimes. But sometimes when you do it casually, it goes unnoticed. And the biggest part is making a big deal about it. Like for me, I, I'm not a big fan of, of holidays outside of Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday. That's my favorite, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not a big fan of holidays like Christmas, okay, big whoop. Valentine's, big whoop. You know, like I think with me is Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah. for sure. I'm a, I'm a big. Everything else is like I'm a, I'm a big like keep it consistent all year round. Like I yeah. will I will take my my wife on a vacation on a staycation or something on a random time, not for a birthday, not for a holiday, not for this, but just a random time. We need it. You know what I'm saying? Or I'll bring home something, a gift on a random yeah. time, but. While that makes sense for me, sometimes it's important to acknowledge those special days. It's important to, you know what I mean, to ex- yeah. to express that kind of love. Because ultimately, love is all about the receiving individual. It's not really about the giving individual, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if we claim to love someone, whether it's a friend, a partner, a relationship... We should be actively trying to learn how their love tank is filled. Correct, because that's what I was going to say. Even though 
holidays are not big to you. And a lot of times the main purpose of holidays is to exchange gifts. But if your wife loves receiving gifts, you got to learn how to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, and to me, I find it to be fun. Like, I'm like, oh, you like gifts, girl? Oh, we're going to figure out, we're going to be giving gifts in different ways. But sometimes it's, the gift doesn't even have to be something bought. So I feel like even though me, like, um, funny story, my, since my daughter now, she's about to be six, she wants to be a big girl. So in her shower is just a bathtub. Like in her bathroom is a bathtub, but in our bathroom is a shower. Yeah. So she wants to be a big girl and she wants to take showers. So in my bathroom, I always write little messages for my wife in the, on the mirror. And sometimes I take my time, bro. Like I take like a Q-tip and I write stuff, Bible verses, pieces of a poem or draw hearts, something, you know, crazy stuff, like whatever, just to kind of keep her going because that's my way of showing love is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. So she knows, hey, this is me. But then also she doesn't know when she steps out of the shower each day what different message or what did I write, what did I do it? So since we have two mirrors in our bathroom, she says she really enjoys like stepping out of the bathroom, wanting to see what did I write. Yeah. So to, to condense the story, when my daughter steps out of the shower, the first time that she was there, she was like, what is that on a mirror? So my wife is like, oh, your dad writes me, you know, little love notes, little cute notes in a mirror. This weekend she took a shower and we had cleaned the bathrooms. I didn't write anything yet. And she was like concerned. She was like, Dad, I stepped out of the bathroom and you didn't write you, you didn't write mom a love letter on the <laughs> on the mirror. Is everything okay? I'm like, Yeah, girl, no, I just I ain't take a shower yet. Like it's not it's it's yeah, my yeah, turn, yeah. you know? And um I do that to them too before they go to school. Since most of the times I leave before them, I'll draw like I'll draw like a little face on, on mm. D'Angelo's side of the car, hearts on Brianna's. This morning they left before me. And I walked outside, and Brianna drew hearts all over my car yeah. with her finger. Because, you know, you wake, you come out, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the glass is, like, full of dew. Yeah. And she drew hearts. So it was like, that's crazy. My five-year-old daughter is getting it. picked up on that, yeah. and she started doing it. So I even asked her yeah. today, I'm like, hey, what do you love more about that? Do you love when I give you gifts? Do you love, you know? And I explained to her, to her, she says she loves the most when I spend time with her. When I pick her up from school and then just me and her. Which is another one of the love languages. So that's quality, quality time. time. Yeah. So with that person is uninterrupted, focused conversations, one-on-one -on -one time. That's that's critical. Yeah. You know? Um, and then the last one is acts of service. So acts of service. Um, use action phrases like, I'll help. You know? They want to know that you're with them um, and that you're partnered with them. So it's weird. I'm words of affirmation, physical touch. My wife is receiving gifts and quality time. But you know what? If we don't do acts of service, we can't enjoy any of our other love any languages. Any of the other ones. Yeah. So if I know that I want to have intimacy with my wife and I want to have conversations and I want her to shower me with affirmations mm -hmm. and all that, and, I, and she wants to have her quality time with me, I need to make sure that I help, you know, make sure that the dishes are yeah, done, yeah. that the laundry is done, that the kids are bathed and yeah, put yeah, away, yeah. that they did their homework. You yeah. get me? So... I will come home with a gift or most of the times my favorite thing to do is order food to be home at a certain time. I get there early. I start cleaning the house, yeah, start yeah, setting yeah. it up. So that way when Chinese gets home, that's less things that she has to do. And then she hits 
knock on the door and then this food, the food is here oh my already, gosh yeah. so now i got food from her favorite restaurant yeah, the yeah, kids yeah. are already been chilling she don't got to worry about cleaning the house today now we can watch a movie we can have a conversation we can and now we can enjoy all of this our is, love languages this is teddy's love hour ladies and gentlemen <laughs> uh teddy's no. giving giving all giving all the people the hints and secrets and then making the rest of us look bad but it no ain't even i got a secret I gotta, it's out there it, it, it's not even it's a secret it's there. normal but listen yeah. teddy you might be making some people feel bad not everybody does it that way but no, i will say exactly. this though i will say this though um as much as i'm so love as much as it's the expression and those those things it's also the that choice conversation we had like you choose to love and you stay there and you're committed like that's Ooh. that commitment that that one is can i is, quiz you because you sound like a very knowledgeable man can i quiz you on okay. love okay while you pull up the quiz i'll yeah. finish what i Go was ahead. saying i feel like if i'm fully transparent i'm committed to love and i and and i when i choose to love someone whether it's my partner or it's my my friends or it's a a, a sibling or whoever it is i i i stay true to that but where i struggle is learning to express it in different ways than i already express it because i don't always express love in the way that i receive it the one that i do do is words of affirmation for sure because i receive it that way and i show it that way but one of the ones that's my strong one but one of the ways for me is quality time like i make time for the people that i love you know what i'm saying i make time to be there to be present and then the other one is is sacrifice which is not a love language but for me, that's a huge can love be a, language. Can be an yeah. act of service. Yeah. So like, Absolutely. like for me, I'm I'm the type of person is is I'm gonna go to whatever it is that you like. I'm gonna be your biggest cheerleader and 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 partner. Be be by your side and enjoy what you enjoy. I'm I'm gonna make sure that I set aside time to do what it is that you like or to get to know what it is that you like. Like be exactly. interested. Like for me, a big one is be interested in what I'm interested in, because that's one of the ways that I show love. Like, if you show me that you really like something, I'm going to start to really like that or at least be really interested in it to help you continue to be engaged with it. Yeah. To, you to know who does that with me? My it. brother does that with me. Yeah. Sometimes I'll send him music or even now with the podcast. Like, I'll post it and then <clears throat> I've, I've gotten to the point that I don't like, I feel like sometimes I, I burden my friends when I try to show them new, new material, new content yeah. or whatever because of the same thing you were saying. Like, sometimes I feel like, oh, maybe they're not into it. They don't have yeah. time. But then my brother will always call me. He's like, hey, yeah, so on episode one, uh, when you made this point, I like this. But, you know, maybe you should think about it. And then he started giving me, like, constructive criticism. Yeah. And I was like, that's dope. You yeah, get me? Yeah, yeah. Even though we didn't have a lot of combos, but he picked up on it. And I also wanted to say, too, which one thing you were just reminding me when you said sacrifices. And we talked about um, acts of service. Um, I do know that there are some teenagers who are listening to us as well. If you are a teenager and you want to show your parents some love, right? Yes, maybe your parents have words of affirmations and all that. But one thing I found that when it comes to that relationship between a a parent and a child, the best way that you can show your parents love is by an act of service. So either either cleaning your, your room up cleaning their room up, you know, washing their car or doing something, doing something that you normally let your parent do, picking up on it just for that one day so they can have a break is going to make them feel really good. Or if you want to take it even a crazier step, you can even when you see your parents sit down, you can walk up to your mother or your father or whatever or whoever your guardian is, that person you appreciate, take a bucket and wash their feet. Like literally wash their feet. It sounds weird. That's next level. That's next level. That's what I'm saying. If you want to go, it's crazy. But 
even though it, they may not necessarily need their feet washed, but it's just a, a symbolism. It's a symbolism that dates back to like the yeah, earliest yeah. times of the ultimate sign of respect. Yeah, you yeah. get me? It's like you had a long day. Let me just go ahead and let you, you know? Okay, yeah. So doing that, you can actually help gain more, gain more like an, an opening up from your parents. You can gain that because now you're doing, like you said, a sacrifice for them yeah. because their whole life, and especially if you're a Latino parent, they'll never let you forget. Their whole life is a sacrifice yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm doing this for you. I work two jobs for you. Yeah. You know, I, you know, and it's good because it, it's to some of us, it's a spark, but to some of us, it's meant us a lot of pressure. Exactly. But yeah. that's definitely something. So, okay. So it's funny that you were saying that because you were talking about earlier, a lot of different things. So, even though I never looked at it from the love versus indifference point of view, a lot of times we tend to confuse love with infatuation. So this quiz is love versus infatuation. It's just a few questions. I won't ask you every single one. And you just have to answer. But here's the thing. You are not the only person that's going to be answering, Ramis. Okay. Because you who's listening to me right now, you're going to be doing this with me too. So if you're in your car, if you're at your crib, you don't got to pull out no pencil or nothing. But just let your friends know if they're around you that you're going to be looking a little crazy because you might be yelling love or infatuation <laughs> out loud. So basically, I'm just going to read a statement and you tell me, do you think this is love or do you think this is infatuation? Okay. Something that is lasting. Love. Something based on sex. Infatuation. Right? Okay. The feeling that you must get married right away. Infatuation. Okay. Something that you grow into. Love all day. All right. Something that is giving. Love all day. All right. Temporary. Infatuation. All right. You think it's easy. It gets harder. Feeling of security. Love? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Based on physical attraction or popularity. Infatuation. Infatuation. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, for my youngins that are listening, that's called dating for clout. Dating, okay. dating for clout. Me no do that, yeah. Me, no, me we don't no. do that over here. <laughs> All right, a feeling of uncertainty. Man, that's love too. That's actually infatuation. Because with uncertainty comes confusion, right? You're disoriented, you're lost, you're unsure. So it's almost like the opposite of security. But it's funny because okay. a lot of us feel okay. like, oh, this is so uncertain. I don't know, it's love. But no, a lot of times you yeah. feel it, you know, when it builds up. All right, um, it's, we're almost done. Weakened by time or separation. Do you think that's love or infatuation? Infatuation, infatuation right? But Absence of, makes the heart grow fonder when it's love. Yeah, and a lot of people say, ah, oh, it would have been better had we not been so far away. And maybe it would have, but a lot of times maybe that just shows you. If, what, if a little bit of time, is. if a little bit of time and a little bit of distance was enough for you to lose that relationship, then, hey, almost always leaps quickly into a bloom. Almost always leaps quickly into a bloom. Infatuation? That is infatuation. Okay. That's like, I just met you and I'm already yeah. thinking. But I don't think love happens quickly, man. I, I think I think it's, love is something you grow into. I think infatuation can lead to love. Yeah, I, I think, think infatuation is like one of the earliest stages that could lead to love. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what about this one? Desires self-gratification. Infatuation. That is infatuation. infatuation. But a lot of us think it's self-seeking. And yeah, a lot of us don't see it that way, though. Respects boundaries and is based on shared experiences. Love. Love, right? Love. Because that's time. That's yeah, been yeah, yeah. built. You had experiences. Yeah. You're respecting boundaries, right? But let me get to it. A feeling. 
Is that love or infatuation? That's infatuation. That is All indeed day. infatuation. I don't think love is a feeling. I think I think you can love someone even when you don't feel it. I think I think that's when you really prove that you love someone when you don't feel it. And that's the crazy thing because a lot of times that's this is when I when I explain to the kids. You woke up this morning and you were late for work or late for school, whatever your situation is, right? You're probably already mad and worried. Okay. So you're feeling angry right now. Yeah. Somebody cut you off on the way to work. You have to take the next exit. Now you're even later. So now you're even more mad. You get to the parking lot, but when you open the door, you find a $100 bill on the floor. You're a little happier you feel, now. Yeah, you're feeling good right? now. You get to work and you see that your, your co-worker already got you a Starbucks Frappuccino for you sitting at your desk. You're feeling better now. Within that hour commute to work, you experience like three, four different feelings. So if your love is a feeling, that means it's going to fade. It's not, tempor- it's not, yeah. it's not permanent. It, it moves back and forth because yeah. feelings, we go through feelings every day. We go through all different kinds of feelings and emotions. So it's that, it's that choice, that decision to love beyond that feeling. Mm-hmm. Because truth is, in a, in a good friendship or in a good relationship, you may have a partner that may do something that, may not may it's not something that you're okay with it may make you feel horrible obviously i, I don't want you to to dismiss toxic re, uh behaviors or red flags but you may have an honest moment with your partner yeah and they may tell you not the answer that you want to hear yeah. but they're yeah. being honest with you because they love you yeah. hey you know what yes i did yeah. they may break your heart you make a decision but from there you can say you know what because this person loved me or whatever, I can make that decision to love them. That decision is on you. But even on the moment, it doesn't even have to be anything that dealing with with fidelity or anything. It can even be with maybe your partner is, is wasting money or maybe your partner is, you know, not taking care of themselves. Yeah. So those kind of things. But it's making that decision. Yeah. I choose to. That's why I tell the kids when you get married or when you make that commitment, they don't say, hey, do you know, do you take this person to be a lawfully wedding? And you're like, yeah, I feel, I feel like I do. Yeah, yeah, no, we no, say I, I do, do, I yeah, decide. I decide, yeah, yeah, right? I choose to do that. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and like, like we were saying, love is patient, love is kind. Love, love, you choose to love. What, what is an expression of love when you serve someone, when you have grace for someone? Love is telling the truth even when, it's, when it hurts. Yeah. Love is not when you say, yes, that's good to somebody and, it, and you know it's bad for them. That's, you don't love somebody. You know what I'm saying? Love is not contingent on whether or not it's reciprocated. Love is completely selfish, selfless. Love yeah. is completely about what you express to others and, and how you give to others, how you, how you embrace what's around you. Uh, yeah. love, I, love, I feel like, is a lens through which we, we can view and experience the world, mm. right? Oh, that's beautiful. If, if, we can, if, we can, if we can just choose love every time, then the fruit will be love. Mm. Then the fruit will be what we want to see. Like there's enough, you know, there's enough things in this world built to cause hate and hurt and trauma. But Mm. love casts out all fear. Yeah. Love is that, is that lens through which we can forgive when we've been wronged. Mm -hmm. It's like, I love you despite what you've done yeah i love you despite our differences because i am love and i've been loved yeah therefore therefore i'm gonna continue to love and Mm -hmm. do things in love and through love and then the last one taking taking or possessive is that love or infatuation taking or possessive Mm -hmm. 
That's infatuation. That is infatuation. Yeah. But would you believe that a lot of people think that's actually love? I love hard. I love, I go hard mm. about mine. That's why when I'm with somebody, they're exclusively for me. Hey, there's one thing about having a respect for your partner, yeah. but you do not own them. And I tell people Which that is all another the time. conversation that we're going to have one of these days is about monogamy. You oh. know what what that looks like and what in love monogamy looks Ooh, like. Yeah, because that's gonna be. It, it says that if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, then it's yours. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or or this idea: if you hold a butterfly too tight, you crush its wings and it can never fly. Mm. Right. In order to hold the butterfly, you gotta hold it with an open hand. You gotta hold it loose. You know what I'm saying? And Man, it's this there's idea. There's gonna be some people listening to this and be like, "Yo, you, I'm a butterfly, yo. I'm a butterfly. I'm a butterfly. Y'all better be careful yeah. what y'all do after Tying this. Up. We have not said the episode yet, so do not make any moves on that yet. Tying Remember what up. I told you? Any advice that you hear from us, if you take it and it works for you, congratulations. If not, what the heck are you doing listening to us anyway? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, they, they're probably <clears throat> listening to us because we are many. Yeah, but truly, we are one. We are one. Hey, so, <laughs> go, go. So what's <laughs> That was going to be my challenge. Now that we've learned about love, keep it up, keep the song. Now that you have learned about love, now you found it, what are you going to do with love? How are you going to love somebody? Love somebody else today. Now that you know that love is not self seeking, what are you going to do with it? Now that you know that love is selfless and is about expression, what are you going to do with it? I challenge you to love differently this week. Don't get it twisted. This is what love is. Hey, hey. Hey. I feel like Night at the Rocks, You wanna dance? You wanna dance? You wanna dance? You wanna dance? Dance battle, dance battle. Let me step my corner, I just slap and hit the jackpot. Rev me up, rev me up, my little butter go. We can tuck sheets, snuggle up, get stuck. Here comes the Throw it away. Rolling the pizza. Making a pizza. They don't need no pizza, they got food there.